0: Gracias. Hello, everyone. It's time for Vanished Chicago Stories, the podcast. I'm your host, Pete Costanas. This is episode 253, season 11. Today's date is September 10th, 2023, and welcome to the show. On today's program, I'm going to talk about uh, restaurateur Mel Markin. Uh, He just passed away uh, in June, which I I just found out about a few days ago, which I was shocked. So I'll talk about him and his restaurants, which he owned in the Chicagoland area. Also, I'll talk about something that I had when I was growing up. And these were the, and the, I'm sorry, they were these trading cards that were inside uh Wonder Bread in the 1970s. So I'll, uh, I had some good memories of that, and I'll discuss that as well. Right now, the program will go into a commercial break. And this program is brought to you by Wrigley's Double Mint Gum. (laughs) That's still around. So, Uh, and this commercial is from the 1980s, probably 85, 86, something like that. So sit back and and, and relax, and I'll be back with the show. Thank you, everyone. Double skating, double decker, double stepping like in vodka days. Double Daring Duo Take your breath away But the single most favorite double in the world is Double Good, Double Good, Double hitch Double Image, Double Duty Double Talking can be double fun But the single most favorite double in the world is Double Good, Double Good, Double hitch gum. Double your pleasure with Double Mint Gum. Double good, double fresh, double delicious. It's the single most favorite double in the world. Double over, double under, riding double, playing double. But the single most favorite double in the world is. Double good, double good, Double Mint Gum. It's the single most favorite double. Okay, everyone. I am back. I hope you enjoyed the commercial for Wrigley's Double Mint Oh, that jingle! It's the single most play double, single most flavored double mint, double mint, double mint gum. <laughs> I think that's how it went. I forgot, but it's uh, it's quite enjoyable. <laughs> I remember watching this commercial in the eighties. Uh, they had it on TV all the time, all the time. And uh, the product's still around. It was introduced in 1914 by the Wrigley Company in Chicago. <laughs> yeah, and they uh, they had a campaign uh, featuring identical twins. Yeah, that was uh, um, that was uh, very well known. And uh, I think they had more twins. You know, like um, mostly women. that portrayed that and uh that was shown on tv uh probably radio too i I imagine like that and uh so when you think about double mint Mint gum excuse me you think of the double mint twins yeah like that uh for me i like double mint but my favorite is spearmint i like that gum and juicy fruit so i'm not much of a gum chewer now i used to chew gum all the time especially bubble gum maybe someday i'll talk about that on a later podcast episode of all the gums that i've chewed when i was a kid that's an interesting topic maybe next episode we'll see you know how do you like that i thought of an idea already (laughs) okay at the beginning of the program I mentioned I'm going to talk about uh, Mel Mark, and he was a, he was a restaurant owner and he owned uh, a lot of, re- uh, a few restaurants uh, in the and area, and also talk about the trading cards that were inserted in Wonder Bread in the 1970s. And I, that's a lot of fun. And I found out there were other, uh, I'll discuss which ones that were in there, quite a few. Before I get started, I want to mention two things. Number one, today is the 30th anniversary of the TV program The X Files, uh, premiered on Fox Network, September 10th, 1993. That starred David Duchovny and uh, Jillian Anderson, which is from Chicago. She wasn't born, in Ch- I think she was born in Chicago, yeah, and then she uh moved to London. Then she came back to Grand Rapids, but she has, I think she has roots here, but, uh, then I think she lives in London now. Uh, I think she went to school here. I'm not sure. Uh, anyway, so when the show premiered, I did not watch it cause I was working late You know, on Friday, So, uh, I didn't have time, but I saw, I catched a glimpse of it. Uh, then I saw a few episodes now and then it was very good. And then, uh, when i got laid off from my job in 2007 uh i got interested again fully they started airing uh on the uh cable uh one time it was on the what was that channel bbc network and they had a marathon so i sat down one day and watched like about five episodes i got hooked (laughs) i got hooked on the show and uh i love that kind of Programming, you know, it was science fiction. They had a monster of the week, just like the uh, the other previous series uh, in the nineteen seventies, The Night Stalker, that starred Darren McGavin. That's what it was like. That, and, but it also uh, delve into their personal lives. You know, you know, uh, Fox Mulder and, uh, and Agent Dana Scully. You know, and that ran. The show ran for. Uh, nine seasons and, uh, well, David the company left the seven at the end of the seventh season, but he came back a few episodes and, uh, the show ended in 2003. And then, uh, about a few years ago, I bought the show on D- on Blu-ray on DVD. And I have been watching the show now for the past month. I've been binge watching. And it's wonderful, you know, all the way from the beginning. uh, Right now, I'm on season eight. I'm watching with uh, uh, David Duchovny's replacement, uh, Robert Patrick, who plays John Doggett. I thought I didn't like it, but he's good. He's he's very good. I I like him. You know, he's well known for the Terminator movie. I forgot. I never seen the movie, and uh, he's excellent. He really is. And uh, they just had a a convention i think somewhere in philadelphia somewhere this weekend and uh most of the cast members were there i don't know if uh the main cast you know like david the or jillian anderson were there i i don't think they were but i've seen pictures and quotes from on x you know twitter and it was a huge crowd and uh people they're x files x file fans <laughs> like that so that's cool like that this show is creepy sometimes scary sometimes gross but you know uh once i'm done with the at the last episode i'll rewatch it again you know get the feel of it that's what i do uh when i binge watch you know it's it's fun you know so happy 30th anniversary to the x-files the truth is out there or so the truth is there (laughs) the second thing i want to mention is of course it's football and today it's the start of the season what's special about this it's the Chicago Bears versus the Green Bay Packers oh boy (laughs) that rivalry is I don't know when it got started or how it got to this point where it's just absolutely Sometimes insufferable because it's just. Um, I think it's the media that did this and the fans. Uh, if you're a football fan, that's wonderful. You know, I'm glad you you watch the game, have a good time with your friends, with your family. That's that's nice. But you know, I see a lot on social media. Sometimes um, in real life, you know, outside, you know, I see people fighting and arguing you know people calling names and and swearing and it's just even throwing things at each other oh come on i mean we're adults here that's enough (laughs) with that that's not going to stop no it's just it's bad it really is bad (laughs) like that uh because uh, i read an article one time that uh there was this couple i think a woman was I think she was for the bears or the green Bay or her husband. And it got to the point where the husband really got mad at her because uh, green Bay won and he didn't accept it. Didn't accept it at all. And uh, they got into an argument and she took a vase and threw it at his head. (laughs) And, uh, And she apologized, you know, she was crying. I go, I'm sorry, I'm sorry I did this, you know. But, you know, the husband being a man like that refused her apology. So the next day uh, they separated and they got divorced. I mean, come on. (laughs) Over a football game, over a disagreement. That's stupid. That really is stupid. I mean, you got to respect each other. Okay, you got to respect their likes, their dislikes, you know, like, like with me, I like certain things that most people don't understand, you know, for me, you know, I'm not a football fan. I never, I don't watch football, but you know, I respect people. If they like it, you know, I just don't say anything. I just walk away. Yeah. A couple of times people ask me, why don't you watch it? I go, I don't like it. I'm not interested. And either they don't, they're speechless or do you say there's something wrong with you which is not true yeah so what what are you gonna do you can't fight it so uh so today it's gonna be a little hard, you know because uh everyone has that on their minds you know and they're excited well that's great they're excited okay but uh I hope so. But it, the interest is there, you know, for me. I want to know what's going on, so, you know, if they're going to win or not. But it's the first game. Just relax. If the Bears lose, it's not the end of the world. There'll be others, you know, just uh, be optimistic, <laughs> be positive, and don't get nervous. And, you know, I don't need, you know, for me, I don't need this unnecessary anxiety. It's just, it's bad for your health, you know. Otherwise, you know, watching sports and the football game is good for you. It's healthy. That's that's nice. But I don't know. I'm still confused. <laughs> so this this season will last till the Super Bowl, which is another story. <laughs> it's not one of my favorite days. I don't want to get into that. Well, I'll tell you one quick story. One time I went to a party. I was invited to the Super Bowl party. I, I told him, I don't want to go. I didn't want to go, but I want to, he wanted me to keep him company. His friend of mine, I go, no, right. I went, so I did, there were about 30 people in a house and, uh, nobody paid attention to me and you know, they're watching the game, which I understand, but it got so bad. I was alone. So, you know, I did, I left <laughs> and nobody noticed me for about an hour and a half until halftime came and, uh, one person said, where's Pete? <laughs> And he looked around. He's gone. <laughs> He's gone. So, so somebody called me on my cell phone and goes, Where are you? Where'd you go? I went home. I couldn't take it. <laughs> Nobody cared. That's all right. It's fine with that. All right. Enough talking about this. <laughs> so let's get started on the program. Uh, I'm gonna talk about Mel Markin. Uh, he was a restaurateur in the Chicago the area. He opened a few famous places. Uh let me give you a history about him uh, quickly. Okay. Uh, let's see, there was a, there was a delicatessen, excuse me, a delicatessen called the Purity Delicatessen that was located in Albany Park. Uh, it was a neighborhood in the northwest side of Chicago, uh, in the northwest side of Chicago. And uh, there was a, a two locations. One was at Lawrence Avenue on the north side, and one was at Van Buren and Halsted Street at Greektown. You know, one of the cone owners of that was the father of Mel Markin. He owned that uh, delicatessen. And uh, uh, let's see. So, and then. Uh, Then Mel's father um, uh, and his former partner in the Purity Delicatessen, his name was Harry Eppel, they opened a deli, a delicatessen in the South Shore neighborhood on 71st Street. I don't know where exactly, probably around Jeffrey. And uh, then he opened, they opened another, I'm sorry, then uh, Mel Markin's father opened another restaurant. It was called The Seaway. It was on 87th Street near stony island on the south side and then in the mid-1960s they opened uh uh, uh, mel and his father opened markin's restaurant at 91st and jeffrey and that's in the pill hill neighborhood right so yeah i remember in the 60s i was on the school bus you know when i went to when it was located on stony island i remember i think i saw that restaurant like that and uh Eventually, that was changed to Rib Hill Restaurant, and I have a menu of that. I'm a computer, you know, I have it on my files, and a lot of people remembered that place, and they said the food was excellent. It really was. And then, uh, then the first uh, um, restaurant that Mel Mark and opened was um, Lincoln Park West. Let me give you the address real quickly. Uh, that was okay at 2150 North Lincoln Park West. I think that was the webster hotel i believe i'm not sure so that he opened that at about 19 i would say uh, 1973 or yeah late 1973 or 1974. that's when he opened uh over there and uh and then in 19 how would i say this uh oh then the second restaurant he opened on um, July 21st, 1976, was Xanadu. That was okay in a 6259 North Broadway. That was, uh, I think, in the Edgewater neighborhood, not Rogers Park. And uh, that was a restaurant. And then it, be- and it became a disco. A lot of people remember that. Uh, that was disco back then. It was big, like that. A lot of people remember the uh, glasses, the... Uh, what's that called the uh here we are these xana Z- banana glasses and it was like a glass shaped like a banana you know <laughs> you can still find those on ebay you know if you're good luck with that those are rare you know i like i wish i'd get a glass like that that would be kind of cool you know From what I understand from people, uh, the food was excellent in those uh, places, you know, because uh, Mel Markin was an excellent chef, you know, of course, he hired people like that. And uh, let's see, what else? So they would lasted for a while. Um, Mel Markin's first restaurant, um, the one that was on Lincoln Park West. It uh, closed in 1987. He had another one located uh, in Homewood on the south suburbs. I think it was on Halstead, like 173rd, something like that. I, I don't know when that opened or closed. I have no idea. Probably during during the 70s, which is nice. Uh, the Z- uh, Xanadu closed, I don't know, maybe in the early 80s or somewhat like that. And then... Uh, then, uh, then he just uh, opened another restaurant in 1990, and it was called Dixie Q, and that was located on the north side uh, at 2000 West Fullerton Avenue. I think that's like a Damon and what is was that Clybourne? Meat. I think it's that, and uh, he uh, was it was it was like a Memphis-style barbecue restaurant. It had wonderful, uh, had a wonderful menu. Uh, let's see what else. So he just, uh, let's see what else. He had some wonderful desserts, um, like that as well. And, uh, you can find some of the recipes on, um, let's see on, uh, on the internet. You could do that as well. And, uh. The most uh the most famous recipe he had was the sweet and sour cabbage soup, and uh, that recipe you can find on the internet if you uh, want to make that. Uh, that sounds good. You know I like cabbage, but yeah, I know it smells, but uh, <laughs> I don't know about that. Um, yeah. So uh, I don't know when Dixie. Oh yeah, Dixie Q then closed in twenty eleven. Well, when i get back to um the uh, lincoln park west uh the reason they closed that restaurant is uh because of taxes some big scandal like that i don't know if Mel Markin was involved maybe was i'm not sure you know and then uh of course dixie Q closed in six in 2011 like that and then um then uh, yeah so and then he opened another restaurant and this was called bia for mia yeah yeah but that that was and that was located in 1147 west grand avenue yeah so i don't know when that closed uh, i don't know um probably recently maybe a couple years uh maybe the reason they did that was uh, maybe Mel Markin was sick, you know, because uh, I don't know I because I haven't heard from him. I know he's he was on Facebook because I saw his name and a lot of people made friends with him, probably people who knew him, you know, like family friends, former co-workers, you know, stuff like that. so uh, so when I found out he uh, passed away, that was about. Uh, A few days ago. So he died on June 24th of this year. That's a shame. Like that. That's terrible. It really is, you know. Because he lives in the South Shore uh, neighborhood. I think he went to South Shore High School. I think. I'm not sure. uh, Where I used to live. When I was very little. Like that. Mm. So my condolences to the family. So, I don't know if his family will continue uh, the restaurant business. I don't think so. Probably not. No. <laughs> well, I don't mean to laugh. I, I apologize. So uh, that's a shame. It really is. You know, and uh, I found pictures of him. You know, he was helping out in restaurants. So, yeah, you know, there was one picture I posted the other day where he's serving Irish. Uh, beer or he's cooking in the kitchen you know i found like that you know because of xanadu um, like that's so, uh you know the disco a lot of people remember that disco they really did you know they said it was a fun place and the food was good probably the same menu from mel Markin's restaurant that was in lincoln park west like that okay all right so The next topic I will talk about is the trading cards that was in Wonder Bread in the 1970s. Before I get started, I'm going to take a quick break. All right, so I'll be right back, everyone. Thank you. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? (sighs) Well... That's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Okay, everyone, I am back. So right now I'm going to talk about the trading cards in Wonder Bread. Uh, Let's see, Wonder Bread, uh, give a little history about that. Uh, It was introduced in May 21st, 1921 one and uh is was very popular like that and we know the logo they had the the bubbles you know like red yellow and blue like that so it was kind of it was nice like that uh it was a you know very popular uh, bread at the time <laughs> And then uh, when I was a kid, uh, my mom bought it sometime. Yeah, sometimes she bought this bread, but she bought other brands. You know, I discussed this on a previous podcast episode about other uh, breads that were defunct. They were gone. Like, for example, Silver Cup, Wholesome. uh, What else? Uh, Roman Meal. Remember that? And uh, there were others. You know, Butter Maid in people, people in the Chicago area remember that kind of bird. <laughs> so um, when I was growing up in the Roseland, area, uh, Roseland neighborhood in the 1970s, that's where we live, my mom bought uh, a, a loaf of, of Wonder Bread. And inside of it was uh, some trading cards in it. Before I mention that, uh, she also bought butternut bread, and they included like peanuts, you know, because they were like the spokes, you know, because the peanuts characters, uh, created by Ch- created by Charles Schultz, you know, and uh, also they did Dolly Madison, like that, uh, you know, their cakes and all that. Um, so for Wonder Bread, they had these trading cards, and uh, the trading cards. Uh, they first they had uh, from DC Comics and also uh, Looney Tunes. And uh, I don't know if it's the same time. So they had uh, trading cards for Looney Tunes. You know, the, the characters, like, for example, Bugs Bunny, Daffy Duck, Porky Pig, uh, Foghorn Leghorn. He's my favorite. <laughs> Pepe Le Pew, Tasmanian Devil, you name it. Or, you know the roadrunner wiley e. coyote uh, speeding gonzalez tweety birds sylvester and so on and so on but i didn't collect those you know the second set they had was uh the characters from dc comics like for example they had uh superman batman uh, wonder woman uh, lois lane uh, clark kent uh also see what else also the villains and there, like for example i think they had lex Luthor, maybe but they had mostly batman villains like for for example the joker the penguin the riddler and catwoman also batman you know robin was in there as well and i started collecting these and in the back of the cards they had a little comic strip and you read a little story it was very brief it was like four or five panels that yeah, would you read that and it was kind of cool and I begged my mom that I want to collect them all. And well, she refused. <laughs> she didn't want to do that now. Anyway, so, <coughs> excuse me. So uh, I had a few, but uh, I had, let's see, which ones did I have? I had the, I had the Joker. Also the penguin. I dad that. I think just those two, you know, and I threw them away, but I should have kept them, you know, because now they're collector's item, they really are, and uh, you can read, you can find the cards and read the panels on on your computer, there are a few sites you can look up to see. Also, the other trading cards they had were. See what they got is a. From the 1972 uh, TV series, it was an anime TV series. Wait till your father gets home. I used to watch that show on Channel Five at 6:30. It was from the Hanna Barbera, you know, production. And they're collectibles too. So you find those. Also, they had uh, football players. Yeah, yeah, they had football players. You know, they had those trading cards too, like that. But surprisingly, uh, what they had there was. Star Wars. They had Star Wars. Yeah, they, they had those. And uh, before they had Star Wars, they had like uh, crazy cars, you know, like uh, automobiles like that, which is nice. But uh, they had Star Wars. So when the movie came out in 1977, they had the uh, the cards in there, which I did not know. I did not know at all no which is uh so they're probably expensive (coughs) excuse me so uh i just haven't found that out also a year later after that they had cards for the 1978 movie close encounters of the third kind they had that i saw that movie in at the orland park theater uh, which is not torn down uh, i went with a few people and that was a cool movie you know seeing on a big screen like that oh that was nice also they had baseball cards in there too and as time went on like that but you can find the these cards like say for ebay like that or um and you could buy them multiple or like single you know like uh in Whatever's to whatever's missing in your collection, you can buy those as well. So that's a that was a great memory of that. And as from Wonder Bread, uh, they went out of business. You know, they filed for bankruptcy in twenty like twenty twelve, and they were like with Hostess, and I remember the news; it was like a big deal. So um, other companies bought it uh the hostess brand still around uh wonder bread sort of came back but i have not seen it i don't know i haven't seen in stores not really i haven't paid attention i uh, my mother buys other types of breads but you know i got a close eye uh maybe i'll pay attention when go to the bread section and see if wonder bread is still there also remembered the outlet stores Wonder bread and hostess uh, snack cakes and all that maybe I'll talk about that on a future podcast episode You know the outlet stores, which was fun because uh, I remember that smell of all the baked goods and all that Yeah, that's kind of cool. Yeah, there was one near my house. Yeah, I used to go all the time like that All right. So uh, before I sign off, I'm gonna play a commercial for Wonder bread. This is from 1974 and this is the famous commercial where the it was two loaves of breads. It's animated, and they have and they're talking. <laughs> and they're called the Fresh Guys. I remember this commercial very well, and uh, it's kind of cartoonish. So, uh, so here is the Wonder Bread commercial from 1974, the Fresh Guys. So sit back and relax, and I'll be right back to finish the show. Thank you, everyone. Look who's here. The food editor. Wait till she hears our big news. Now we're guaranteed. It's a money back guarantee. If you're not completely satisfied with the freshness of Wonder Bread, we'll refund your money. Now that is news. She didn't even squeeze him to see if he's fresh. Oh, that's smart. I spoke too soon. One squeeze still proves we're the fresh guys. Whoops. And now the fresh guys have a money back guarantee. Whoopee. Okay, everyone, I'm back. I hope you enjoyed the commercial for Wonder Bread and the the, the Fresh Guys. <laughs> you can find those on YouTube if you do a search. You know, I remember this very well. I really do. It's kind of cute like that. All right, so uh, that's the end of the show. I'll do a recap of what I talk about. I discuss about the restaurateur Mel Markin and his restaurants in the Chicagoland area. Also, the trading cards that were inserted in Wonder in, the, in Wonder Bread in the 1970s. Uh, this podcast will be published very soon. It will be available wherever podcasts are. Uh, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music. Also, Breaker, Overcast. Also it'll be on my blog all oh, and please subscribe to on the apps you'll be notified for a new episode also on my youtube channel Chicago land stories the podcast please subscribe to that you will be notified for a for a new episode people have always asked me where do i listen to your podcast Where's, what's the easiest way the easiest way is youtube you know a lot of people don't like to listen on the phones they like to listen on a computer like a laptop or as such just uh whatever is is easier for you it, it'll be there you know and you can catch up with other episodes as well if you'd like they're all there they are all there so whatever there is an episode that you're interested in listening please click on it and listen also, be shared on my social media accounts Facebook, X, formerly known as Twitter. Also on Instagram and threads, if you want to copy the link, I'll take it right there to listen as well. So, it should be ready about this afternoon. Okay. So, this is uh, Pika Steinis, your host for Vanish and Stories. Uh, thank you for joining me. I had a wonderful time talking. Uh, everyone have a good time watching the uh, the Bears versus the Packers today. I apologize uh, before for rant, you know, kind of ranting about it, but it's not a rant, really. So everyone have a good time watching the game. Just have a good time. That's what's important. If you love something, just enjoy it. No matter what, just enjoy it. You know, we have one life to live. You know, life is short. I should know okay so uh everyone have a great day and uh bye bye for me and here's ray rayner with a little traveling music saying bye 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 take care everyone and so long we have to go bye bye bye